Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you. We bless your name. We give you praise. We give you honor. We adore you. We love you. Oh Lord, we ask for understanding. Open the eyes of our hearts and our minds to understand your word. We pray, oh Lord, that may you do what you do best. May you lead. May you guide. May you impact us in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray that as your word comes forth, oh Lord, may your word wash us may it cleanse us may it make us anew may it inspire us and may it activate oh lord your gifts and talents that is within us in the mighty name of jesus we pray oh lord for great impartation that we may walk we may walk in this word that we are about to receive today in the mighty name of jesus amen hallelujah this word today is really a powerful word and it will shock you that you know the holy spirit came to me in a dream to you know actually tell me about this sermon i'm about to preach today amen john chapter 7 verse 37 to 39 in last day that great day of the feast jesus stood and cried saying if any man thirst let him come unto me and drink he that believeth on me as the scripture hath said out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water but this speak he of the spirit which they that believe on him should receive for the holy ghost was not yet given because that jesus was not yet glorified hallelujah the title of today's message is the rivers of living water rivers of living water so it says that also in the amplified john 7 38 he who believes in me who cleaves to and trusts in and relies on me as the scripture has said from his innermost being shall flow springs and rivers of living water Looking into the Greek, the Greek meaning of, of, of belly is koila, which is the innermost part of the man, the soul, the heart, you know, the seat of thought, feeling, choice. So as this scripture is talking about belly, it's actually talking about the your innermost nature, you inwardly. That is what it's talking about. So as you, we always recite the scripture out of my belly shall flow rivers of living water it's talking about the inner your innermost portion your the inner you the inner you so jesus was saying that after you have come and drank from him your innermost being will flow rivers of living water it's as simple as that he said if any man tests let him come unto me and drink he that believeth unto me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. So after you have drunk from Jesus, that is when your belly can flow rivers of living water. Because you have already taken in Jesus, the word. You've taken him inside. So then, as you've taken him in, you fed your spirit. You fed yourself inwardly. So outwardly, what is inside will come out and what will come out is what rivers of living water it is said once in a time when jesus was talking to 
at one time when jesus was talking to the pharisees he told them that it's not what is outside that defiles but it is what is inside that defiles and jesus said that what comes out of you out of your heart what you see it comes it's inside when it when it comes out that 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 is what will defile you why because it's coming out of your spirit so in a in a way it's the same as this when you take in good things when you take in the word what comes out will rather be the spirit and the spirit is not what will defy you but the spirit is what will actually help you nourish you sanctify you hallelujah i'm getting ahead of myself but just stay with me let's look at the woman at the well the woman at the well john chapter 4 verse 14 it says but whoever takes a drink of the water that i will give him shall never no never be thirsty anymore but the water that i will give him shall become a spring of water welling up continually within him for eternal life this is jesus encounter with a woman at the well and i don't want to get into that whole story but jesus was thirsty and a woman came and she was a samaritan and jesus asked her for water and it, that's what brought this whole argument and conversation because the samaritans and the jews they don't see eye to eye and the woman was spooked with the fact that jesus asked her for water like why would you even dare to ask me for water when you know we don't see eye to eye but at the long run at the long run the woman asked jesus for water the woman asked jesus for water and we saw that the water welled up in her. It says here, but whoever takes a drink of the water that I will give him or her shall never, never be thirsty anymore. But the water that I give him shall become a spring of water welling up. And this is Jesus saying it. This is Jesus. That if you drink the water I give you, you will not be thirsty. Yes, Jesus was asking the woman for water. But she, he was talking to her about spiritual things. And funny enough, or at the end, this woman asked for water. And when she asked for the water, Jesus indeed, the water, you would think that, oh, give me this water. Jesus will bring like literal water. Jesus did give her water, but it was in a whole different form. So with a TPT version, it says, the water that I give you becomes a gushing fountain of the Holy Spirit flooding you with endless life. The amplifier says it's the water satisfies his test for God welling up continually flowing to eternal life. So what water did Jesus have to give the woman or what water did Jesus give the woman? Jesus gave the woman a word. It was just a word. And the word that Jesus gave the woman, that that was the word that satisfied the woman's test for God. The word Jesus gave the woman, Jesus gave the woman also intimacy. They they were talking, they talked. She was able to ask Jesus questions. Jesus answered. The, Jesus actually satisfied 
the woman's questions, the questions that was lingering in her heart. And later on, when you look at the story, we see the woman, we see that the encounter that the woman had with Jesus, you know, it, because of that, she left the water jar and ran to evangelize Jesus to her town. This should tell you that this water that we are talking about, as I said earlier, it is not literal water. It's it's something more. Jesus gave the what Jesus gave the woman was a word. He said after the woman asked, "Give me this water," he said, "Where is your husband?" Like ah, you would think after the woman asked for water, Jesus would literally give her water. And Jesus is asking, "Where is your husband?" He said, "She doesn't have some." Then. The woman asks questions, then Jesus answers. So we realize that the water that Jesus is talking about was the word and intimacy, or intimacy in the word. Intimacy, having intimacy in the word. And that alone, that alone will become a gushing fountain of the Holy Spirit that floods you with endless life. That alone. That intimacy of the word satisfies your tests for God. And it continually flows to eternal life. So this should tell you that every individual has a test for God. Everyone, whether the person is a believer or an unbeliever, or, or the person is in another religion or not, they all have a test for God. Why? Because you were created by God. Your source is God. Scripture says that when God created us, He's breathed in us the breath of life. He breathed in us the breath of life. So, you have a test for God. Every human being has a test for God. And there is this nature of us that we have to be with God. We have to have intimacy with God to have that spring of living water flowing within us, welling up within us, satisfying our thirst for God. But the sad thing, the sad thing is that most try to satisfy this thirst that they have with things not of God. They try to satisfy the thirst for God with things not of God. And they, they try with natural things. But you can't satisfy God's death with anything like with alcohol, with, with premarital sex. You can't. You can't satisfy God's, you know, the test for God with things, natural things. It will backfire. Or with, let's say, a, a rush of something in, in, in you. Or you hear some rock band. and You, know, you can't satisfy the test of God with that you can't with all with drugs it will leave you that is pleasures like it will leave you and that is the sad thing that many try to do you, you you can never have enough and it will destroy you at the end they said in philippians 3 verse 18 to 19 for as i have often told you before and now tell you again even with tears many live as enemies of the cross of Christ, their destiny is destruction, their God is their stomach, and their glory is in their shame. Their mind is set on earthly things. So they try to satisfy this test for God 
with earthly things and their mind is set on earthly things and this will lead them to distraction this destiny will lead you to distraction any how you see it or any way you see it and their god is their stomach they are trying to satisfy the appetite of the the flesh they are trying to satisfy it but inwardly their true test is for god their true test is for god so we see this woman at the well you see her she's an adulterer run from one husband to the other she has like five husbands you would think that the first thing that jesus did was to rebuke her about her bad way of life that she was living but the first thing jesus did was that jesus realized this woman was thirsty she was doing all these things because she was thirsty so jesus said that you know i i am that living water that you are looking for i am that living water and i can satisfy your test so come to me and when she asked jesus gave her that living water that intimacy in the word and it be, it's welled up in in her it's it became if a, a, a flood rushing in her that she left her, her her water jar and she ran she ran to her community this woman that has been shunned this this woman was now evangelizing christ in her whole village that is the power of god that is the power of god hallelujah all she needed was her test to be quenched all she needed was her test to be satisfied and jesus was the only one or is the only one able to do that hallelujah that's just by the way let's move on to this rivers of living water this flood this gushing of the holy spirit welling up within us what is it hallelujah i said in genesis chapter 3 verse 5 to 6 now no shrub had yet appeared on the earth and no plant had yet sprung up for the lord god had not sent rain on the earth and there was no one to work the ground but streams came up from the earth and watered the whole surface of the ground hallelujah it says here that there was no god hadn't brought rain yet he hadn't created the earth he hadn't brought rain yet so what he did was that he um, a stream came out from the earth so it sprang up and it watered the whole surface of the ground and that was how god watered the ground literally god was using you know agricultural stuff <laughs> yes in that early of of age of the earth hallelujah and that was how god watered the whole earth and the root word for the streams is mist or you can say it isn't it's mist so it's literally mist they use but then you know literal translation they use stream but it was a mist so or a fog or a vapor so thinking about it like something as little as a fog something as small as a mist you know can actually spring forth and water the whole earth that is powerful that should tell you the god we serve hallelujah genesis 2 verse 10 says a river watering the garden flowed from eden from there it was separated into four headwaters amen so 
before before i go on to this the fact that a mist could water the whole surface of the ground so you can imagine like the holy spirit the holy spirit when you receive the word when you receive you know that water from christ that you will never test when you receive it it can be as small as a mist it can be as small as a fog it can be as small as just you know a sentence or something but then it will gush in through you and it will water you know your whole garden to water you hallelujah and that is just by the way so in genesis 2 verse 10 a river watering the garden flowed from eden from there it was separated into four headwaters wow a river watering the garden flowed from eden from there it was separated into four headwaters so after this mist or stream that came up it was separated into four headwaters so that's where we are going to base on that's what we are going to base on. Eden means pleasure, luxury, delight, and the river, you know, that's know-how, which means stream to flow. And in my own understanding, current. So when God created Eden, God made sure to create, you know, something that will a stream that will water the garden. A stream that will keep the garden alive. And that river or that stream. In my understanding is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. He is the one that keeps us alive. He is the breath of life. He is the river of life. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. He keeps us alive. Scripture scripture said, as we read earlier, that in the TPT version of John 4, 14, that it's the water that we receive from Christ. It becomes a gushing fountain of the Holy Spirit flooding you with endless life so that water that river of life is a gushing fountain of the holy spirit so we can say that it is the holy spirit so in my understanding let's say eden represents the presence of god that is where god met with adam that's the presence of god they were in the presence so out of the presence or overflowing from the presence of god is the river of life is the holy spirit so you don't encounter the holy spirit from outside you encounter the holy spirit from the presence. the holy spirit overflows from the presence of god and as we see here we see that it's divided into four headwaters and we are going to look into that very shortly so just to say by the way that for you to experience the holy spirit for you to you know encounter the overflowing nature to satisfy your test you always have to be in the presence you always have to be in the presence of god enjoy the presence of god stay there in the presence scripture said in psalm 91 he who dwells in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty he who dwells in the secret place overflowing from the presence is the spirit which wells within you overflow so you have to stay in the presence you have to stay in the presence the woman at the well she encountered jesus she encountered the presence of god and as she encountered the presence of god you know what happened she received she was satisfied her test was satisfied and it gushed out in her the holy spirit gushed out in her flooding in her and watered her hallelujah 
so there's a, a, a mandate for us believers to stay in the presence of God always we don't go to the presence of God on a Sunday or sometimes or when we feel like but to stay there it is a dwelling Eden was a dwelling place it was where the presence of God was and out of Eden was was overflowing the river of life so you are able to enjoy the river of life or you are able to have the spirit flooding through you when you stay in the presence hallelujah let's move on to our next topic the head the four headwaters from the presence the four headwaters from the presence this is much more of a teaching so just bear with me hallelujah let's look at these four currents from the river of life or the four streams overflowing from the spirit hallelujah the first is passion passion genesis chapter 2 verse 11 to 12 Genesis chapter 2, verse 11 to 12. So you can write it down or something. And it says, The name of the first is the Pishon. It winds through the entire land of Havila, where there is gold. The gold of that land is good. Aromatic raisin and onions are also there. Hallelujah. So, Pishon. The root meaning of patient means increase or to spread or to spring forth. Genesis chapter 1 verse 28. God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. So in Genesis, God blessed man. And what God said was that, Be fruitful and increase in number increase in number so this is god's blessing to us so as believers when we stay in the presence the where the river of life flows we are able to increase hallelujah we are able to increase increase is a blessing that god has blessed us with so we are able to increase we are able to spread we spring forth hallelujah Hallelujah. Anything we touch increases. It is a blessing to us. It is a blessing to us. Hallelujah. And that is patient. Patient means to increase. And that was is, is the first headwater that was broken forth from the river of life. So out or overflowing from the river of life is increase. You have to increase in your life. It is God's blessing to you. Let no one deceive you that, oh, you are not because you are not increasing, maybe it's because you've done something or no. God's word is that you will increase. And as you dwell in the presence, that word becomes a manifestation. That word becomes a reality. It is your birthright. Hallelujah. So you as believers, we overflow with increase. Acts chapter 9 verse 31 says, Then the church throughout Judea, Galilee, and Samaria enjoyed a time of peace and was strengthened, living in the fear of the Lord and encouraged by the Holy Spirit. It increased in numbers. Hallelujah. So right now, we move on to the New Testament. And we see the Holy Spirit has come. Jesus told them that they should stay in Jerusalem and wait for the power of the spirit the power of on high to come the river of living water and as the holy spirit came the church increased the holy spirit helped them and they increased 
hallelujah so there is increase in the spirit overflowing from the river of life is increase as a believer you have to increase hallelujah first Thessalonians chapter 3 verse 12 may the lord make your love rather increase and overflow for each other and for everyone else just as ours does for you and one of the ways that we also have to increase not only in numbers or in the church is that we have to increase in our love our love has to increase we have to increase in loving others you know you sometimes we we always say this thing self-love 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 yes you love yourself but god said the love that you have yourself that's the same way you have to love others that's how sometimes when people do something that hurts you so much you 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 just have to forgive you just have to overlook it why because you love them as you love yourself so you have to overflow and increase and that is how you prosper by increasing by by increasing in love jesus loved us he loved us so much to the cross because he loved us he was able to go through with it as gethsemane he was tired but because of the love he has for us he he cannot he cannot you know but he cannot but do it else we will be stuck else we will still be in sin else there will be no hope for us so when he was at gethsemane he had me in his mind the love he has for me in his mind so he had to finish the love he had for the father so he said oh lord let this car pass over me but nevertheless not as i will but your will be done overflow in love overflow and increase in love second corinthians chapter 9 verse 10 now he who supplies seeds to the sower and bread for food will also supply and increase your store of seed and will enlarge the harvest of your righteousness hallelujah so this one is talking about increase in provision increase in your seed so said he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will supply and increase your store of seed and will enlarge the harvest of your righteousness so any seed that you have god will increase it any talent any gift that you have god will increase it as long as you are in their presence you overflow with increase in your talent in your gift in your finances hallelujah there is an increase there is an increase in your seed there is an increase and because of that increase you will have an enlarged harvest of righteousness of righteousness hallelujah hallelujah so as we stay in the presence the river of life overflowing from the river of life is increased in our lives i just want you to have that in mind and hold on to it that is a truth that you need to hold on to as a believer that you increase in every way possible in everything why because you are in the presence hallelujah the presence of god dwells in you the holy spirit literally lives in you you are the new eden the eden that you know we are talking about you are the new eden and the river of life flows through you out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water out of your belly shall flow increase (laughs) hallelujah 
Hallelujah. So in Pishon, it says, it winds through the entire land of Havilah. And Havilah means to circle or to twist or to whirl or to dance. So there is an overflow of increase which encircles around the believer. Hallelujah. And it says that in this land, the gold there is what's good. And it talks about aromatic raisin and also onions. Let's go deep into that. So gold, the root meaning of gold is Zohab. And gold, as we all know, is a precious metal. It's a measure of weight, of brilliance, of splendor. That is figuratively. So, and also, in my own understanding, gold means wealth. If you have a lot of gold, you have money. Solomon had gold. Gold is wealth and royalty. So you realize that in the olden days, the kings and the queens, they wore gold. And so that the gold of that land is exceptionally pure, number one, and all of high quality. Let's go deep into it. Proverbs chapter 17, verse 3. The crucible is for silver, but the furnace is for gold, and the Lord tests hearts. Wow. So the gold, said so the gold of that land is good. The gold of that land is pure. So how is the gold of that land pure? It is pure when God tests <laughs> the hearts. So when God tests you, God tests your heart. And how when, when God tests your heart, that is how he refines you. That is how he makes you pure. So once the river of life overflows within you, God would have to purify you. God has to have God would have to make you pure, like gold. And he does that by testing your heart. First Peter chapter 1, verse 7 said, So that the tested the newness of your heart, your faith, more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and the glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Said so that the tested genuineness of your faith. So God tests the genuineness of your faith. God tests your faith. And that testing that you go through is much precious than gold. Is that even gold perishes? But that testing that you go, that is by fire. It is much precious than gold. So, as a believer, as you say, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. The river overflowing within you is purifying you. Is purifying you, making you pure. And how does God purify you? How does God make you pure? By testing you. So it says the gold of that land is exceptionally pure. It's exceptionally pure. So you are exceptionally pure because God has tested you. Because you have gone through some things that it, it, <laughs> it was it was hard, it was painful, it was tough, but God you know you pull through through christ and you have been refined through that situation so he said the gold from that land is pure you are pure god has tested you and that testness that the genuineness of your faith is precious it's something more than gold it's something more than silver hallelujah which has resulted in your praise and glory and honor of god so let me get this straight. 
you are you are praising god you are resulting in praise you are resulting in glory you are resulting in honor and you are praising god you are glorifying god you are honoring god genuinely why because you have been tested the genuineness of your faith has been tested so when you are doing all these things you are doing these things from a pure heart from the genuineness of your faith from a clean conscience because god has tested you hallelujah revelation chapter 3 verse 18 i counsel you to buy from me gold refined by fire so that you may be rich and white garments so that you may clothe yourself and the shame of your nakedness may not be seen and salve to anoint your eyes so that you may see hallelujah gold refined by fire so that you may be rich white garments so that you may clothe yourself and the shame of your nakedness may not be seen hallelujah so in revelation it's telling us that we have been refined by fire we are the gold <laughs> we are the gold to god we are gold and we have been refined by fire the gold from that land is good it is pure it is of high quality so you are of high quality because you've been refined by fire and this refineness is so that you will be rich so that your feet will be genuine in christ so as you have been gone through some situations and God has used it to refine your character, refine you, to bring out the true you, to polish you. He has done that so that you will be rich. You overflow with richness. You will be rich in every way. You will be of high quality. You will be of high quality. You will not just be someone, you know, just be someone like a normal person. No, God is not interested in you being normal he is interested in you being supernatural or super normal how does he do that by refining us by fire moving on to zechariah chapter 13 verse 9 i will put this third into the fire and refine them as one refined silver and test them as gold is tested they will call upon my name and i will answer them i will say they are my people and they will say the lord is my god he will refine you he will test you psalm 19 verse 10 more to be desired are are they than gold even much fine gold sweeter also than honey and dripplings and drippings of honeycomb so god is saying that you are to be desired after he has done all that with you after you know the spirit is flowing the river of life is flowing through you and he has tested you he has refined you you are desired more than gold you you are desired more than gold you are even finer than silver or finer than gold you are of high quality you are of high quality you are pure you are nourished and that is the work of the spirit that is how the spirit overflows through you to nourish you to purify you to make you something more than gold finer of high quality hallelujah hallelujah it said here in first chronicles 2 29 verse 4 three thousand talents of gold and seven thousand talents of refined silver for the overlaying of the walls of the buildings so it talks about how the walls of the building were overlaid by gold 
the walls of the building were overlaid by gold so you are the gold you are the gold you are the gold i just want you to know that you are the gold and when god as god you know is it refines you our god tests you and the spirit overflows out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water then you become high quality then you become purified hallelujah now let's go on to bedillion or aromatic aromatic raisin yes i am gold somebody say i am gold i am gold that is who you are you are you have to know your worth i am gold i am gold bedillion then that is how we have to go through situations sometimes because we are sidetracked or we we forget that this is what god is doing this is what god is doing so when it happens we you know like we the enemy takes charge or the enemy is able to deceive us that's the word deceive us why because we don't know that god allowed this for a purpose to refine you so just hold on to that hope hallelujah that god is purifying you god is making you of high quality yes you are gold know your worth you know who you are hallelujah bedulum so the bedulum is also aromatic and said the gold from that land is good and it says that there are aromatic raisin um aromatic raisin or an onions or bedulum and the bedulum it says it is a kind of pearl but it is not produced from the oysters of out of the ocean it is a kind of pearl produced from a tree secretion when the raisin of the tree the tree's life secretion the tree's sap congeals into gum this gum is considered as a transparent pearl that is bedulum that is the aromatic raisin another meaning is also that it's an ointment containing a fragrant raisin any of various fragrant oleo raisins used in medicines and perfumes so the key word that i got here is fragrant it smells nice it is fragrant it is a pearl hallelujah and you get and you said you get this from the tree sap and the tree is what the the tree gets its water from the river of life let's look at exodus 30 verse 34 to 36 then the lord said to moses take fragrant spices gum raisin on onicha galbanum and pure frankincense and all in equal amounts and make a fragrant blend of incense the work of a perfumer it is to be salted and pure and sacred i hope you got that said that all the perfume that he's to do is to be salted pure and sacred so you being fragrant god making you fragrant or you overflowing with the spirit makes you fragrant that fragrance is supposed to make you salty it's supposed to make you pure and it's supposed to make you what sacred so as you smell nice let me say that when you smell nice in christ you are salt and scripture says that we are the salt of the earth you are pure you are sacred to god it says a fragrant offering god likes a fragrant offering 
it smells nice to him so god makes you smell nice so that you'll be the salt of the earth so that you'll be pure so that you'll be sacred hallelujah and he said that grind some of it into powder and place it in front of the ark of covenant law in the tent of meeting where i will meet with you it shall be most holy to you so the fragrance god said that he should place the fragrance where he will meet with him where moses will meet with god that's where the fragrance should be so as the spirit overflows through us or overflows out of our bellies he refines us from within and it comes out we become fragrance and that fragrance attracts us to god so we meet god in that fragrance when we are smelling nice and we are salted so we become the salt of the earth we are pure we are sacred when we are in their presence hallelujah when we are in the presence hallelujah so your fragrance your fragrance attracts god <laughs> your fragrance you are a sacrifice to god and that sacrifice that you are is a fragrance offering hallelujah hallelujah that sacrifice you your whole body is a sacrifice you are a living sacrifice <laughs> as as as, as danzino yinkan said I am a living sacrifice. I am a living sacrifice. You are a fragrant offering to God. You are pleasant. Hallelujah. You are the salt of the earth. You are pure. You are sacred. The spirit of the Lord overflows through you. It says in Song of Songs, chapter 1, verse 3, if you were here with us on this message, Christ and the church, I believe you really understand this. It says, pleasing is the fragrance of your perfumes. Your name is like perfume poured out. No wonder the young women love you. So this scripture makes us understand that the fragrance of the perfume, which is pleasing to the church, is the name of Jesus poured out. And in the KJV, it says the order of your ointments, where ointment stands for anointing or oil. Therefore, the fragrance of the anointing of Christ is his name. So as Christ spreads his fragrance through the church, the church becomes a sweet fragrance and the knowledge of God spreads everywhere. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we are we smell nice when christ you know the name of christ smells nice through us <laughs> let me say it that way i hope it makes sense so the fragrance of christ is his name and we have the name of jesus we are the bride of the of, of christ the church is the bride so the fragrance of christ is his name and as we have the name we too smell nice and once we smell nice it is pleasing to god these are people that are in the kingdom. Hallelujah. And when we smell nice or when that fragrance, that smells nice, say that put it where I will meet with you. So it's, 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 let me say, it's a way that we can constantly meet with God. The Holy Spirit overflows to us to make us smell nice. 
so that we can meet with God, <laughs> so that we can have communion, we can have intimacy with God. And we can only have that when we are in His presence always, when we have intimacy with Him, then we continue to smell nice. Hallelujah. Let's go to onion. It said, the gold from that land is good and aromatic raisin and onions and the onions is a precious stone or gem probably said it is it means to blanch and i look for the meaning of to blanch and it is make white or pale by extracting color this is the deeper meaning i went of the onions the root word used and it says to blanch to make white or pale by extracting color hallelujah so let's look at revelation 21 verse 19 to 22. the foundation of the city walls were decorated with every kind of precious stone the first foundation was jasper the second sapphire the third agate the fourth emerald the fifth anise the sixth ruby the seventh chrysolite the eighth beryl the ninth topaz and the tenth turquoise the eleventh jacinth and the twelfth amethyst the twelve gates were twelve pearls, each gate made with of a single pearl. The gate, the great street of the city was of gold, as pure as transparent glass. I did not see a temple in the city because the Lord God and the Lamb are its temple. Hallelujah. So it says that it says here that the city walls were decorated with precious stones. Hallelujah. The city walls were decorated with precious stones. And I think we read earlier somewhere that the walls were the, the, uh, the walls made, I think, of the temple or something was gold. Was gold. And placing us as we are the gold. So let's say we are the gold, right? And we've been decorated. So we are, the wall is our body, us. We've been decorated with every kind of precious stones. And it says here that onions is part of those stones. And this onions that is part of the stone as i said earlier this onions that is part of the stone when i look at the deep meaning is to blanch which is to make white or pale by extracting color so all i could get from this is holiness so god has decorated us with holiness <laughs> god has decorated us with holiness he hasn't just you know forgiven us and you know we are a new creation you are a new creation no but he has decorated us with holiness scripture said that when the when the son came back the prodigal son came back the father gave him new clothes he, he gave him new clothes he gave him a ring on his feel on his finger new clothes he clothed him again so he clothed him with righteousness he clothed him so we've been decorated with holiness god you know has made us holy the, the spirit makes us holy so as the spirit overflows within us we are being made holy we are being made holy once we believe we are righteous but as the spirit overflows through us we are being made holy hallelujah let's look at this scripture for deeper understanding ephesians 5 verse 25 to 27 husbands love your wives just as christ loved the church and gave himself up for her to make her holy cleansing her by the washing with water through the word and to present her to himself as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or 
any other blemish but holy and blameless so here it's talking about christ loving the church you are the church christ loving you and giving himself up to make you holy and it says cleansing her by the washing with water through the word wow so the river of life (laughs) the water washes her the water washes you and how does the water wash you through the word so the spirit washes you through the word of god and that makes you holy that presents you radiant that makes you without stain or wrinkle or blemish that makes you holy and blameless so as the river of life overflows through us as we see out of our belly shall flow rivers of living water one of the way the river of life you know works in us or overflows through us is that it's its uses of overflows through us through the word of god and that word of god is what presents us radiant is what makes us holy is what makes us blameless hallelujah so you are holy the the river of life flowing through you makes you holy the holy spirit is literally the holy spirit holiness the spirit of holiness (laughs) he makes you holy hallelujah he makes you holy he makes you blameless and how does he do that through the word through the washing of water by the word as you study the word as you meditate on the word hallelujah then he's able to work through that way to make you holy to make you blameless to make you without stain to make you without wrinkle hallelujah somebody say i am holy in christ jesus i am holy in christ jesus you are holy you are holy and no one or nothing can take away that fact that you are holy the spirit makes you holy hallelujah the holy spirit lives within you literally the spirit of holiness lives within you making you holy from inside to your outside he's making you holy from within you and as he does that it's it's a process as he does that you start to see that you are changing you are changing physically you are changing you are changing because he nurtures you from within he washes you from within it's an inside out something not an outside in that's why i don't understand people when they want to make you they, they want to try that oh if you wear this then you are holy if if you do this then you are holy meanwhile the person's heart is not you know <laughs> the person's heart is not right and you're telling the person to look righteous or look holy to what is visible to their eye meanwhile the heart is not right so that is where the work needs to be done people always seems to change the outside make it palatable to the eye <laughs> but then the holy spirit works from within and that's why he stays inside us and as he works from within instantly our outward also changes hallelujah first peter chapter 2 verse 9 but you are a chosen people a royal priesthood a holy nation god's special possession that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light hallelujah you are a holy nation you are a royal priesthood 
God is royalty, right? You are a royal priesthood. You are a holy nation. You are God's special possession. If I have God, I'll hide it. It's special. <laughs> you are God's special possession. If I have pearls, I'll hide it because it's special. I only wear it on very nice occasions. You are a chosen generation. You are a royal priesthood. You are a holy nation. You are God's special possession. That is who you are. And you've been called for to declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit is working within you. He's overflowing within you to, into making you royalty, into making you holy, into making you special, into making you unique. He's nurturing you purifying you refining you making you high quality branding you hallelujah so the first headwater makes us know that as believers we are overflowing with increase we are overflowing with fragrance we smell nice we are overflowing with splendor we are overflowing with righteousness we are overflowing with royalty we are overflowing with power hallelujah amen so moving on to the next river. The next river is it's Gishon or Gihon. Yeah, then it says in Genesis chapter 2, verse 13. Genesis 2, verse 13. The name of the second river is Gishon or Gihon. It's winds through the entire hand of it's winds through the entire land of Kush. Hallelujah. And Gishon means bursting forth, breaking forth, spring forth, and Kush means black. Kush means black. And with Gishon, there's also a spring near Jerusalem where the anointing and proclaiming of Solomon the king took place. Hallelujah. Isaiah chapter 58, verse 8. Then your light will break forth like the dawn, and your healing will quickly appear. Then your righteousness will go before you, and the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. Hallelujah. So as the Holy Spirit overflows through you, he will break you forth. He will break you forth like dawn. Hallelujah. He will break you forth. You will break forth. You will burst forth. So I don't know if you are looking for breakthrough. Oh God, where will I break through? God, where will I break through? God, where will I spring forth? God, when? Where will I burst forth? When? Where will it happen? The Holy Spirit will burst you forth. The Holy Spirit will break you through. He's just working on you. He's just purifying you. As in the first river, he's purifying you. After all that is done, the second thing that he does is that he will break you forth. He will break you forth. Hallelujah. You will break through. You will break through. It says here in Isaiah chapter 43, verse 18 to 19. Forget the formal things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Hallelujah. He is doing a new thing within you. As he overflows through you, he is doing a new thing. He is doing a new thing in your life. He is making a way in your life. Even a way in the wilderness that you never thought that there will be a way out. He is making a way in the wilderness. He's making streams in even wastelands of your life. He's doing a new thing in your life that will blow your mind. A new thing in your life. Hallelujah. That will reflect who God has called you to be. 
the Holy Spirit is doing a new thing. As He overflows in your life, He does new things. And then Scripture says they are new every morning. New every morning. The new thing is not once or twice. It's every day. Every day is a new day. Every day He does a new thing in your life. Every day He does a new thing in your life. So I don't know, maybe you've been feeling like, oh, every day is the same thing that is going on and going forth. But the Spirit is redeeming you. You are not alone. And He's overflowing through you. And He's doing something new. And it will spring forth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, see, I do a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I'll make a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Hallelujah. He's doing a new thing. I want us to pray. Let's let's just pray. Rabasita. Oh Holy Spirit, do a new thing in my life. Rabashete rebosa. Overflow with newness in my life. Mirasanda hashanta. Ramazun terebosa. Mashe terebosa la mashantikia. Rabadike rebaseta. Overflow with newness in my life. Do a new thing in my life. In the mighty name of Jesus, Maharinda Ramazundi, Ramashay Terebosa, Rababasheta. Oh, do something new in my life. Oh, do something new in my life. Rabashay Terebosa, Remesay Terebosa. Said, See, I do a new thing. Now it's spring forth. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Hallelujah. Now let's go to Kush said in the land of Cush, this water flows. It says in Genesis 10 verse 8, Cush was the father of Nimrod, who grew to be what? A mighty warrior on the earth. Jeremiah 46 verse 9, Chad, O horses, drive furiously, O charioteers, march on, O warriors, men of Cush and Put, who carry shields, men of Lydia, who draw the bar. So we see here that the men of Cush are what? Warriors warriors so the water overflows into the land of kush the water is overflowing through you why because you are a warrior <laughs> you are a warrior you are a warrior the holy spirit overflows to you or overflows through you because you are a warrior he makes you a warrior he makes you a warrior for so long you have accepted defeat but no more no more he, he has made you a warrior he has made you a warrior a charioteer so you have to match on said on what christian soldiers you are a soldier of the gospel you are a soldier of christ you don't accept defeat you are a warrior and when we're reading the book of rick joiner rick joiner met the small girl and she was a warrior she was fighting and he started to feel pity for her that oh this is a small girl and she's not playing she's not doing this and she's here fighting and wisdom told her that wisdom told him that no don't feel bad for her allow her to fight she's a warrior allow her allow her to fight we are warriors of the kingdom we are soldiers in the army of the lord that is who we are we are soldiers we are soldiers in the army of the lord we might not fight physically, but our battle is us kneeling and kabeying. Karamba dunderia santa, rene mashati arabaseta, rabasheta. As the spirit overflows through us, rabasheta, rama masinta. As we as we speak the language of the spirit, we are warriors. We are warriors. You are a warrior. The spirit overflows through you. Why? Because you are a warrior. Zechariah chapter 10 verse 5 they will they will be like mighty warriors in battle 
trampling their enemies in the mud under their feet since the lord is with them as they fight they will overthrow even the enemy's horsemen oh they will do that hallelujah we are mighty warriors in battle you are you are not small i don't know i don't know the perception that you have about yourself but no you are not small you are a mighty warrior that is what god sees you are a mighty warrior you are he said trampling their enemies in the mud. your enemy is under your feet he says in the name of jesus every knee will bow every tongue will confess you subject your thought to the lordship of jesus christ said under his feet the enemy the enemy is under the feet of jesus the enemy is under the feet of jesus the enemy is under your feet why because you are the body of christ you are a warrior you are a warrior you are a warrior when jesus came the jews they depicted jesus as 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 a soldier they thought jesus would come the messiah will be a soldier that will you know overthrow the roman empire Jesus was indeed a soldier, but not as they were thinking. Jesus was indeed a soldier and was fighting for them with the real battle, the spiritual battle, but not as they were thinking. And because of that, they couldn't see it. They couldn't see, they couldn't accept him. You are a soldier. You are a mighty warrior. You are a mighty warrior in battle. You are not small. You are, don't allow the enemy to deceive you with little, you know, things or lies. <laughs> don't allow the enemy to deceive you with symptoms, with something to make you think that you are not strong. No, scripture says that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Philippians chapter 4 verse 13. You are strong. You are a warrior in battle. Don't be deceived. The enemy is under your feet. That is where he is that is where he is the lord is with us that is how we fight we fight with the lord on our side we have victory on our side how can we fail hallelujah said we will they will overthrow the enemy's horsemen the spirit overthrow the spirit overflowing through us because we are warriors and as he overflows through us he strengthen he strengthens us he strengthens us he strengthens us hallelujah so therefore, as, as, as the Spirit overflows through us in this second river, we best forth. We break out from the world. We don't go according to the ways of the world. We break out from the world. We are warriors. We are warriors. We are great warriors. We are mighty warriors in battle. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Rason Terebosha Tarabasi Terebosa Rada Shanta Aria Sarabasita. I don't know about you, but I'm ready to fight. Mere Sarabasita. I am ready to fight. Meron Tarabashi Terebosa. Lamashi Terebosa. The spirit overflowing through me. Rabashita strengthens me for battle. Meson Terebosa Rabashete Kereosa Lamadanda. Ria Rababazon Terebosa. Namashanta Haya. I am a mighty warrior. I am a mighty warrior. I am a mighty warrior. I am not defeated. No, I am a mighty warrior. The enemy is under my feet. In the mighty name of Jesus. The third river is called Tigris. Genesis chapter 2, verse 14. The name of the third river is the Tigris. It runs along the east side of Asher. Okay, so in the fourth river is Ifrit, but let's look at the third river. 
Tigris is also known as Hidekel, which is or Hidekel, which is rapid. And it's also they also it's also known for being the Great River. And Ashar is also Assyria. That is a step or to go straight to make progress. Daniel chapter 10, verse 4 to 5. On the 24th day of the first month, while I was by the bank of the great river, that is Tigris, I lifted my eyes and looked, and behold, there was a certain man dressed in linen, whose waist was girded with a belt of pure gold of Ufas. Hallelujah. So Daniel got his revelations by the great river Tigris. <laughs> Isn't this amazing? So literally, the spirit overflowing through us is what helps us to get revelations from God. Is the spirit. We get revelations from scripture. So no wonder Paul was praying for the people that the, your, the heart of your understanding will be open to understand the, 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 your purpose, your calling in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the spirit overflowing through us, you know, is what helps us to get revelations revelations from the father it's all from the spirit the spirit said the spirits will talk about christ jesus his testimony will be about christ jesus so he helps us get revelations when we are reading the bible he helps us get revelations of god when god speaks god actually speaks through his spirit hallelujah he reveals he reveals the deep things in scripture for us it says here in first Kings chapter 18 verse 44 to 46 the seventh time the servant reported a cloud as small as a man's hand is rising from the sea so elijah said go and tell ahab hitch up your chariot and go down before the rain stops you meanwhile the sky grew black with clouds the wind the wind rose a heavy rain started falling heavily and ahab rode off to jezreel the power of the lord came on elijah and tackled his cloak into his belt he ran ahead of ahab all the way to jezreel hallelujah so elijah overran ahab by the spirit it says here let me go back secrets or hidekel means rapid something that happens rapidly something that happens quickly something that happens with speed so the spirit is what causes us to walk in or run in speed the spirit brings speed into our life so you look at your life and as you've come to be a believer the spirit overflowing in you is what will help you to you know catch up with your peers catch up catch up with with the people ahead of you the spirit brings speed into your life that when people are going in slow motion you are going in fast motion hey then today this tomorrow that god is just blessing you left right center from glory to glory to glory the speed of the spirit so as the spirit overflows through you he brings speed speed into your life speed hallelujah he brings speed into your life elijah was able to overrun the chariot of ahab he was he was he was running and the, <laughs> this was a man that was i'm sure quite older and ahab was in the chariot but elijah was able to overrun the holy spirit the river of life brings speed into our lives that i walk in speed in this season not even walk i run in speed in this season <laughs> 
in the mighty name of jesus i run in speed in this season in the mighty name of jesus what will take people 10 years oh it will take me 10 days what will take others yes it will take me a matter of seconds rabba shita why because the spirit is overflowing through me rabba terebosa i run with speed i declare speed in my life in the mighty name of jesus marom dere sanana madinda speed is my reality in the mighty name of jesus it might seem like my peers are ahead of me it might seem like oh i'm getting nowhere but one day one day god can turn it around with his speed in my life in the mighty name of jesus it says in galatians chapter 5 verse 25 since we live by the spirit let us keep in step with the spirits as i said assyria or as asa means a step we should keep in step with the spirit meaning we should live according to the spirit we should walk in, we should walk by the ways of the spirit so as the spirit overflows through us we are able to walk with him we are able to keep in step with him hallelujah proverbs 3 verse 5 to 6 trust in the lord with all your heart and need not on your own understanding in all your ways submit to him and he will make your path straight hallelujah so the spirit makes our path straight the spirit makes our path easy hallelujah while people don't know they are thinking baby let me do this let me do that let me do this let me do that baby this will work this will not work this will work this will not work the spirit gives you a clear path a clear path and that clear path is straight hallelujah so in the third river the overflowing of from the spirit overflowing of the river of life from the presence gives us direction gives us rapid progress brings speed greatness and keeps us in step with the spirit hallelujah hallelujah the last river is the ifrits and ifrit means fruitfulness that is genesis chapter 2 verse 14 and the fourth river is the effort fruitfulness fruitfulness and if you look also into the very deep meaning of effort it also means to break forth or ration hallelujah psalm 1 verse 1 to 3 blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers but whose delight is in the law of the lord and who meditates on his law day and night that person is like a tree planted by streams of water which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither whatever they do prospers hallelujah hallelujah so as the spirit overflows through you you are fruitful you bear fruits in what is in season in season you bear fruits in season you bear fruits your leaves don't wither your delight is in the law of the lord so it also tells you how you are fruitful you are fruitful by what as you delight in the lord or you delight in the word you meditate in the on the word day and night you are fruitful god told joshua that have i not commanded you be strong and courageous so joshua that let not the lord depart from your mouth but meditate on it day and night 
so as a believer because we have the word with us because we meditate on his word day and night we delight in his word we become fruitful the spirit overflows through us or overflows through us to make us fruitful by what by helping us in the word revealing things of the word bringing understanding impartation to us hallelujah it says in galatians chapter 5 verse 22 to 23 but the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace forbearance kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control against that things there is no law as the spirit overflows through us you as we said we, the end result is what fruitfulness and the fruits of the spirit is what love joy peace forbearance kindness faithfulness gentleness and self-control so the spirit as he overflows through us and we dwell in the presence he helps us to 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 have love he helps us to manifest joy he helps us to manifest peace in all seasons to manifest forbearance and this becomes our state so our state is the fruit we manifest the fruit always why because the spirit helps us the spirit helps us the spirit overflows through us hallelujah so we manifest the fruit of the spirit as the spirit overflows through us god works in us he works in us to manifest his fruits which is love so we do things out of love we do things out of joy we do things out of peace or we have a state of peace a state of joy we have a state of forbearance long-suffering tolerance there was a time that i didn't tolerate a lot of things especially when i sit in a bus i I don't tolerate the people at all you know some will be sleeping on you and stuff but god had to train me you know to tolerate it so even if i'm not comfortable with it i tolerate it the spirit is a fruit of the spirit tolerance kindness goodness to be good to be faithful be faithful with what god has given you to do to be gentle always even when people are screaming at you even when people are persecuting you the ability to stay gentle the ability to have self-control that you won't do some things by because the spirit is overflowing through us there are some things that you and i we don't do because the spirit overflows we we just can't you know there is no pinpoint like we just can't do it we don't even know how we are standing but it's because the spirit is overflowing through us hallelujah 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 so yes the fruits of the spirit the spirit overflows through us and his fruits are manifest so let me conclude revelation chapter 22 verse 1 to 5 then the angel showed me the river of the water of life as clear as crystal flowing from the throne of god and of the lamp down the middle of the great streets of the city on each side of the river stood the tree of life bearing 12 crops of fruit yielding its fruits every month and the leaves of the tree are for the healing of the nations no longer will there be any curse the throne of god and of the lamp will be in the city and his servants will serve him they will see his face and his name will be on their foreheads there will be no more night they will not they will not need the light of a lamp or the light of a sun 
or the Lord God will give them light and they will reign forever and ever. And as we know, revelation is what has happened and what is to come. So whenever you read the book of Revelation, just have this in mind that the things that are being spoken there, some of them are divided into three parts as the spirit gives you understanding that it's for today, it was for yesterday and it's for tomorrow. So as this scripture literally is as if it's something that is to come, you know, the river of life, you know, is flowing from the throne of God to the streets and everything. I see it as something that is now. That is now. That right now we have the river of life within us. It is overflowing within us. And as it overflows within us, we we that we bear fruits. We bear fruit. The tree of life, you know, is within us. The tree of life dwells within us. We we bear fruits each season, every month. We bear as believers. The river of life flows through us, and that makes us bear fruit each month, each season. Hallelujah! I said the leaves of the tree are for the healing of the nations, and we are healed because the river flows through us. There is healing. We walk in divine healing, and we ourselves heal the world. Hallelujah. We are the healing that the world needs. So as the river flows through us, we are bearing fruit. And the fruit that we, we bear, you know, heal the world. The fruit that we bear, heal us individually. We walk in divine healing. There will not be any curse that will work against us. There will not be any curse that is within us as believers. Hallelujah. And we will serve God. We will serve him. And right now, as we, we, we are believers, as the Spirit overflows through us, we are able to see the face of God. We are able to have intimacy, talk to God. Hallelujah. We have Christ's name written on our foreheads. There is no more night because the Spirit overflows through us. The, the heaven, heaven, Scripture says that, Heaven, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Thy will is being done right now on earth as it is in heaven we are not waiting to go to heaven to enjoy all this but when as we are in this as we are on this earth as we are in this chaos we are still enjoying the heavenly blessings we are still enjoying the peace we are still enjoying the tranquility we are still enjoying the healing hallelujah christ is our light as even as we are still here god is our light leading us guiding us protecting us god is reigning forever and ever hallelujah hallelujah i want us to pray out of my belly shall flow rivers and rivers of living water out of my belly shall flow rivers and rivers of living water may rivers flow out of your belly may rivers flow out of your belly i just want you to pray may rivers flow out of your belly it is it is god's word to us it is god's word to us the spirit dwells within us we are praying that may rivers flow out of our bellies may rivers flow karabashita the river of life may it flow rabashanta the river that stands from the presence of god may it flow out of our bellies from within us outside may it flow mashay terebo sana mashita ram 
ama son terebosa mikerama ramba shanta arabasita rose terebosa mashe terebosa ma aramashita maron terebosa La terebosa, rashe terebosa, out of our belly shall flow rivers of living water, rivers of increase, rivers of direction, rabason terebosa, rivers of the fruits of the spirit, mashe terebosa, rivers of fruitfulness in the mighty name of Jesus. Rivers of progress, rivers of speed, rivers of greatness. In the mighty name of Jesus, Kadinda Rabazun Terebosa, Mashanta Arabaseta, Rose Terebosa, rivers of strength to be a warrior, O river, rivers of living water. Flow through us, flow within us. Merehanda Masanta, rivers of newness, rivers of a new thing. Masita Rabashanta, Maron de Rebosa, Rabashete, rivers of refining power. Oh, Labarasantaria, oh Rabashete, rivers of fragrance. In the mighty name of Jesus, out of our bellies shall flow rivers of living water. Bere Sundere Bosa Rabashanta, Rabashete, rivers of righteousness. Rivers of holiness, Mashay Terebol Sarababashita, Maramazon Terebol Sarababashita, Mesen Terebol Sarababashita, Mashay Terebosa, Maramana Rabababa, Rabababashita, Rivers of Living Water, that will make us soar like eagles, Mashay Terebosa. Labasun Terebosa, Mashanta Ia, Rahadanda Handa Handa, Ramadanda Rabadanda Handa, Ramadanda Handa Hamba, Handa Hila Hasanta, Rodi Hada Handa, Hamadundi and Amadundi, Kayi Kalia Revesente, Kalia and Amazundi, Rabashun Hias Kalaika, Rekis Kalaishkinaya, Mahasita Rababasheta, Rababasheta Rabasheta, Lose Terebosa, Kai. May you be the warrior that you are. May you be the mighty warrior that you are. Rason Terebosa Rabashita. May you be the royal priesthood. May you be the holy nation that you are. May you be fruitful. May you be in step with the spirit. May you dwell in the presence. May you dwell in the presence. May the spirit of the Lord. May the river of life well up in you gushing through you overflowing from you in the mighty name of jesus rason terebosa may it satisfy your test for god in the mighty name of jesus masel terebosa mashe terebosa mahinda hila madon terebosa mashe terebosa rabashanta losen terebosa Bosa Rabashanta, Ramadene Rebosa, Mashanti Rabasita, Lose Terebosa, Lara Masheta, may you have intimacy with God beyond measure. Ramase Terebosa, may you be tasked, may your test be satisfied, may your test be satisfied. Mashanti Rabazindi, Namazunde Lemehende, Henna Mahanda, Hide Hida, Roseta. 
in the mighty name of jesus i pray over each one of you here right now listening to this message i pray that may rivers of living water flow out of your bellies oh may rivers of living water flow out of your bellies may you always be in step with the spirit oh may you become the mighty warrior that you are may you be strengthened to fight always may you be fruitful in every way oh may speed come into your life may you make progress in your life may you be holy just as your father in heaven is holy may you increase may you increase in the mighty name of jesus may increase and circle around you in the mighty name of jesus oh may you smell nice may you be fragrant in the mighty name of jesus may you be a fragrant offering pleasing to god oh a living sacrifice Rabba Barende here. Oh, may you be purified. Oh, may you be purified. May you be made high quality. May you be pure. In the mighty name of Jesus. Out of our bellies shall flow rivers, rivers of living water. Out of our bellies shall flow rivers and rivers of living water. We thank you, Father, for speaking to us, for imparting in us, for leading us, for guiding us. We thank you. May this word, O Lord, sink deep into our soul bone and marrow may this word come alive in us may we walk in this word in the mighty name of jesus amen